How's it going? And welcome to the Berlin Boys Club podcast. I'm Connor. I'm Ken. And today we're going to be doing the Berlin Boys Club guide to pornography. Yes, yes. And how are you today, Cam? Very well, Connor. Yeah, lovely man. It's good to be back in the booth. Got a special guest here as well. We have a we have a dog. We have a dog in the booth today. So if you hear uh, if you hear any whining or yelping, it's nothing to do with the subject matter. It's a <laughs> it's a whippet. It's a whippet. And we have some questions to begin with, as usual. Um, one comes from Rebecca in Ireland. Hi, Rebecca. Who says she loves the show. Thanks, Rebecca. And she wants to know who wrote the intro music. Well, let Can me you tell you, Rebecca, that was, uh, that was my work. Uh, it was a half-baked idea uh, on the very first podcast that I think was the, the second best take that we took, wasn't it? Or I don't know. I think we had a different idea to begin with. But um, we brought Connor's uh, acoustic guitar in and, yeah, I let rip with, with those three magic chords that we did. now know as the, uh, the theme song. That's it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for listening, Rebecca, yeah. and, not, and not fast forwarding through the intro. <laughs> right. the, the, other, the other question we had uh, uh, comes from Marek, and he says, I love the podcast, guys. He says, it's gold. And he mentioned in the last episode, the one on depression, Cam talked a little bit about uh, trying, you know, jogging. Jogging. And when you're in a dark place going out for a run. Yeah. And Mark's question is just, where do you get that motivation from? It can be tough. You know, it can be tough even when you're not feeling depressed to go on a run. So, uh, you know, it does take a bit of um, just, uh, I don't know, man. I'm not sure exactly what mechanism comes into play but just really just forcing yourself to doing it <laughs> there's no other no other way to describe it than that even though it's painful um i don't know maybe having your your shoes near the door or your your running gear ready to go um uh incentivizing yourself with a delicious meal at the end of it knowing that there will be nourishment yeah. what would that delicious meal be do uh, you think? well in the winter a big bowl of very hearty vegetable soup um, or uh, something to that effect. Um, yeah, I have a, or, or maybe around here, just go for a big old falafel or something, right? I could do the trick, yeah. In our neighborhood, that would work. But yeah, just really just remembering that you will feel great uh, as soon as you get out there. I don't have any more advice other than that, just... Yeah, Strap them on and get on out there. They, yeah. Also, I think what can work sometimes is having an accountability buddy. Do you know, uh, yeah, having yeah. a consequence. You know, if there's someone you say, come for a it. run with me. Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't know. I can't run with people. Uh -huh. it's, gotta, it's just, it's got to be a solo endeavor. Well, that's a nice segue to porn. <laughs> also, quite often a solo endeavor. Indeed. And our, our subject for today. Yeah. So... Oh, maybe just to begin with, I guess, um, uh, I guess we could talk about our our relationships with pornography. Absolutely. Um, I personally, I would say that I am mostly porn free. Yeah. Have been for a lot of this year. As part of for this show, though, I did a little research and watched some what would be considered ethically 
uh, ethical or alternative porn. Free range porn. Free range porn. Um, but the, I guess the the mainstream porn, the free porn, I have stayed away from that. Like I'd stay away from cigarettes. Absolutely. For for most of the year. How about you, Cam? Yeah, I'm with you, Connor. Um, most of this year has been a, a conscious effort to to have very little to do with porn, which has been an influence in my life, in my youth. Um, you know, our generation really grew up with that transition from there being no internet and no, you know, just the web 1.0 to, to the whole web 2.0. Do, you, do you remember the first, the first dial-up exper- porno you saw? I do, yeah. Some very poor quality uh, <laughs> softcore image of Pamela Anderson or something like wow. that, I think. Yeah. yeah. And that was pretty exciting, you know, Yeah. when you're 17. I remember it was a, a I think it was a 16-bit uh, strip poker game okay. and it was the first time I ever kind of saw porn online that is racy it was yeah. it was very with a lot of ta-tang 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 okay. was the, the load up sound <laughs> in the background yeah um, it's come a long way <laughs> you know and not for not for good necessarily yeah so yeah. I guess I guess one of the one of the main reasons we're, we're talking about porn today is because it's it's a subject that comes up quite often in our in our boys clubs you know when we meet as a group and the general consensus from a lot of the guys there is that when they watch porn, and we're going to distinguish, I suppose, in this show between the free-range porn mm. and the the free porn. Yeah. And a lot of the guys, pretty much all of them, uh, don't feel very good about themselves when they watch free porn. Uh, it's a little bit like at some level they understand it's not so good for them much in the same way you'd understand that eating fast food isn't so good for you. And I guess that's what we're going to talk about today and the, the problems. Yeah. Um, I, I suppose how to, how to incorporate sort of, uh, how to incorporate self pleasure and self love. Yeah. And then how to also kind of draw the line at, at some of these sort of, I guess these stimulators that that aren't always necessarily that that good for us. That's right. I think you know we've been talking about this recently, and it's something that I always thought about was, you know, what was what exactly is the the root of that feeling when you do use porn? Mm. Um, maybe it's something to do with a guilt or a shame or or just a, a flat feeling that you feel afterwards, in the same way that you would. If you ate a Big Mac, uh, yeah. you know, and you, you feel undernourished and, you know, it's not a, um, like not the a ones, good diet. The right? ones we just devoured before we came in here. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that was a uh, message coming in, no? Oh, okay. We won't, we won't read Patrick's messages <laughs> live on air. Yeah. That's not fair. We also didn't have Big Macs before we came in here. <laughs> but I think that the idea, then we, we were talking about this sense that, um, like where does this uh, hollow feeling that often comes? That's right. When you when you ingest free porn, and you're talking about the trash porn that you, we get online, yeah. And with a, a lot of it is like this very aggressive content. Yeah. It's exploitative sex. A lot of it borders and kind of fetishizes illegal sex with underage people. Yeah. Or 
where where consent is really the last priority and where the only communication is a woman saying fuck me repeatedly yeah and how this it's it's where we we come away from this feeling somehow dirty or a little bit trashy or yeah ashamed exactly yeah. and i mean i th i think one of the questions i often had about that and it was sort of I was raised a good Catholic. What about you, Cam? I was also, well, I don't know about a good Catholic, but I went to a Catholic school for some years. Yeah, yeah. very good. Well, and so we kind of, it's sort of looking at this and going, I go, well, where is this, the, the Puritanism, which we've kind of, yeah. we've inherited yeah. um, without our consent. And, and where is it actually just our instinct saying, hmm, this is not wholesome. Thank you, man. That was the perfect articulation. Did I did of, I read your mind for your camp? Fart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. That's exactly it. And getting to to the root of why. Yeah. Um, what 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 exactly was the case? Yeah, exactly. Behind that feeling. Yeah. Um, and probably a bit of both, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we do live in a, a time where we're unraveling a lot of um, deep seated sexual conditioning. Mm -hmm. multi-generational largely um, religion induced you know? yeah uh, that's still a massive process of unraveling um, but I think more to the point and and um, in the immediacy is, is this issue of of it just not being very nourishing if yeah. we want to evolve and be whole people and, and to be sexually emotionally psychologically nourished that um this is a bad diet. Yes. Just straight up. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think, um, I mean, that's helpful to, to recognize. Yeah. You know? Well, maybe we should, we should jump into just sort of like pulling apart, like why, why it is a bad diet. Yeah. And what it does. Yeah. And, sure. Um, I, I, I think that say, so personally, when I've been in phases of, of kind of, deep porn usage when you begin to kind of use it as a as a as a sleep aid mm. and you 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 I've, I've definitely gone through phases where it's sort of been a is something that you're you're almost self-medicating on porn sure you have a moment of stress yeah. and you quickly like bang one out and and or you have a moment of kind of a little bit of anxiety comes in and then you use that as a way of distracting yourself. Yeah. And a brief escape. Yeah. A, like a, a, a brief escape, much, yeah. much like all addictive substances. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, that's one of the big issues with this stuff is that it does jack up your brain. Um, porn that is in, in a way that, that alcohol does or, or, yeah. or cocaine or whatever your drug of choice. Um, it it um, it impacts that circuitry, that reward, pleasure-seeking, dopaminergic mm -hmm. circuitry in your brain, and has the potential in some people to become an addictive thing. You know, if you have that sense of comfort every night, if you're using it as a as a crutch, you know, yeah. you're going to look to that again and again, most likely. Um, that's certainly been the experience that I've had, and um, that seems to be the experience that most people, most men at least, yeah. that I know, um, tend to have. And not to say that 
necessarily will become an addiction or is an addiction. I mean, there's a lot of literature out there um, that sort of hints at uh, that being the case, uh, that there's certainly a correlation between that. Um, there's, as far as I know, nothing totally concrete uh, about this stuff. Um, but um, that was definitely, uh, yeah, just that the way it can impact your your wiring, your, you know, your subconscious motives, your reward seeking Mm. behavior. Um, uh, you know, that's, that's something to talk about. And especially when young kids are looking at porn and and that being their, their first kind of foray into, into sexuality or, you know, when they're starting to use it as uh, effectively as education. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's also this idea of what you, you know, you, you become what you pay attention to. And if you are watching, I mean, I, again, I know, I know for myself from kind of in the past, um, and it's, it's very comforting to be able to say in the past, um, from in, in periods of watching a lot of porn that that then informed how you would go, you would have sex with people Mm. and, quite often i mean is this the the formula of porn where it's just you know uh it's all the male gaze exactly. it's all about the man's pleasure yeah sex finishes when the man ejaculates in a woman's face and then climbs out the window before her husband comes in exactly yeah i mean these are the formulas and even though like okay you you were big enough and and wise enough to know this is all fantasy mm. if this is what's kind of stimulating you stimulating your erections if this is the fuel behind your excitement yeah then you have to have some form of belief in it you know you are investing yeah in these stories yeah and i think we've all kind of we've all ended up in that very dark corner of pornography where you find yourself watching something on a screen and you're like this is not what i searched for yeah half an hour ago yeah like i had no intention of watching grannies do this or that <laughs> and then this is kind of the the problem with pornography too is that kind of the addictive nature of it is that you do tend to go you have to keep one-upping it right that's right and you have to get to darker places and i suppose this is yeah. this is the thing that we would experience in the boys clubs quite often is that men are coming in and they're just going god yeah. i didn't know i was depraved until <laughs> i started to watch pornography and w- this is where i ended up yeah yeah, I think that can be the case for a lot of people. I think it can also just be the case that um, you just seek out the same sort of stuff. I mean, it might not even mm-hmm. be anything too uh, too depraved or have anything to do with with grannies or whatever. You, as you said, it was but, just an example, Cam. <laughs> what are you talking about? But but even that regularity, using that as a crutch, even if you're not sort of sinking deeper into any, um, you know, uh, if you're not upping the dose, so to speak you're still maintaining it and that, you know, I think what we're trying to say is that it's potentially not a bad thing as such, but there's just better ways to, to experience sexuality, right? Yeah. Like, you know, you don't want to eat a Big Mac every day. No, not any day. Maybe any day. Um, yeah, it's true. So, so as part of part of the research for this, um, well, I had a I had a great conversation with a a friend, 
and an adult performer and porn actress and filmmaker called Natalia Portnoy. And she she films and acts in movies for uh, Erica Lust. And they're what you consider like ethic ethical pornography. Yeah. yeah. In that they're shot from the female gaze. And as part of my research for this show, um, I watched some of her pornography. Mm. And it was really, uh, it was a very new porn experience for me. Sure. In yeah. that it, um, as well as feeling turned on, mm. I also had real feelings. Yeah. You know, it was, it was, there was couples who were very much enjoying that, the, the act. Yeah. Whenever I say the word act, I feel like I'm in a courtroom, <laughs> but they, they were enjoying sex together. Yeah. And, um, it was, uh, I don't know. I, I came away from it, yeah. um, not wanting to go out and fuck someone, but to make love. Sure. Yeah. Well, that sort of treatment is is a step closer to the real thing. Yeah. And it's a world away from the, the trash that's out yeah. there, right? Because it actually has p- people who are experiencing real pleasure, yeah. especially the woman, which is uh-huh. not usually the case, um, in free porn, mainstream porn. Um. And I think what's good about Erica Lust stuff is that it's 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 creative, it's imaginative. Mm-hmm. She uses interesting storylines. She asks the public for their fantasies. Yeah. She creates these um, really artistic. I mean, they're more works of art than than porn. I think it's yeah, you know, or it's equally uh, equally artistic and and pornographic. Um, but watch it with the family. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um. It's, uh, and I think that's a, a pornographic experience that's not going to leave you feeling empty, undernourished, um, or compromised in some way, right? Or, yeah. or that feeling that you often get from, from the shit porn. Yeah. You know? And I guess it's that feeling of compromise, you know, which is really, it's, it's, I think that's the, that's the, the real, um, the hangover from free porn is when you realize this is not the sort of, this is not good. This is not who I am. Yeah. This is not who I want to be. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't want to tell people about this. No. I wouldn't want to talk about my porn habits so much. Yeah. Because this does not represent um, the person who I strive to be. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that we sort of, we noticed a lot is that, um, with free porn because it's because it's largely misogynistic yeah um it's not loving exactly there's no love in it it's 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 needlessly cruel yeah it's very mechanical yeah people don't even kiss yeah and quite exploitative of yeah you know young girls especially totally. in america you know the yeah. whole industry yeah there's that uh, netflix documentary um i think hot girls wanted I don't know oh if yeah seen yeah that. uh-huh but that's a bit of an expose on this whole you know, amateurs sort of scene where 18 and 19 year old girls are flown in by yeah. small time dodgy producers, yeah. promise this and that. Uh-huh. And, you know, they're sort of um, washed up and uh, a few years later. And, yeah. and for what? They haven't made money out of it. Um, uh, they find it hard to get a job. Yeah. Uh, they're sort of, you know, spat out of this, this, mm-hmm. um, this dodgy machine. So, 
I mean, that's another reason to. Yeah, to and 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 not like I was also talking to Natalia about this as well, and just she said, you know, in a lot of those scenes, women are doing things they don't want to do, exactly, which is rape. Yeah, and so some of the time when this free porn actually features scenes of uh, like real rape scenes, yeah, where women are doing things that they didn't want to do, yeah, but feel compelled to do, yeah. Exactly. And this is what you're feeding yourself with. This is what you're feeding your imagination with. That's right. And what she also said to me is this kind of porn for the masses, uh, it's just normalizing misogyny. Sure. And yeah. so men who, who ingest this, um, she made a little dig there and said mediocre men, okay. who, who ingest this are are developing this, this view of women and they're learning... Uh, erroneously that this is how women want to be pleasured yeah. in the bedroom yeah. and 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 to her mind she, and to my mind too she said this is this is completely fucked absolutely yeah 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 and I I guess I guess what we have to look at is how to kind of the I guess the long term implications of watching this kind of trash porn mm. and this this free porn is that you um I mean when you're when you're when you are having sex with someone. Yeah. You know, it's it's a it's a combination of um the person in front of you mm. and then all the various things that happen in your imagination and and memories that come back different recalls and so on and so forth yeah and if your imagination is uh is just full of these misogynistic kind of ridiculous acrobatic uh free porn images yeah then i i think it makes actual connection with someone in a sex situation pretty difficult right? absolutely i mean even just from the you know the um the, the chemical effect, um, you know, you're effectively replacing your, the circuitry in your brain that's set up to seek a sexual partner yeah. to have those experiences. Yeah. If, I mean, if bringing down, bring it down to this level effectively to procreate, you know, that's, yeah. that's why we've got these, these, um, circuitries in our brain. So you are, you are um, a good Catholic after all. Yes. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Um, they're effectively being hijacked by this porn, and um, you know that's uh, making a lot of people are reporting that they they you know they, they can't get as aroused by by wonderful sex. Yeah, you know which is the nourishing stuff. Yeah. So yeah, look, it really is about just weaning off the the illusory um, Big Mac version of sexuality. Uh, the Big Mac outlet. <laughs> Sorry, I keep plugging the bloody Big Macs, but you know, <laughs> euphemism. Um, uh, and really letting the brain experience and letting ourselves experience the good stuff. Yeah. And it's not to say that porn is intrinsically bad, as we've we've mentioned. There are there are some um, producers that are, are really mm. doing good work, but the vast majority is is not. And um, you know, if you're, if you want to have a really good, healthy, 
sex life with yourself and with others, it's good to to ditch it, get off it, right? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. totally, I completely agree with that. Yeah, and that's not some sort of puritanistic thing. Uh, it's it's not about, ooh, porn is, you know, intrinsically immoral or something like yeah. that, just to underscore that. Like, that's not really the argument here. It's just, it's that there is something better that's more exciting, that's more nourishing, that's got love in it, and that's the way to go, I think. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah. I mean, because uh, the, the Berlin Boys Club, we are not anti-masturbation. Not at all. By any means. I mean, some of our, some of our members are great wankers <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's uh it's we, we and we talked about this a little bit you know and, and i think i think in some ways cam yourself and myself were were perhaps blessed that we grew up in 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 simpler analog times that's right where i can i can remember um my dad having photography magazines and things mm. and and you would look in the back at a page and very subtle images. And that was my first experience of pornography. But beyond that, mm. it was kind of um, whatever you could see on the street, you know, whatever was in your immediate environment yeah. was what was informing my erections, Yeah, I guess. You know, exactly. it, it was things that were actually, there was real people who I was in real contact with yeah. were the things that were turning me on. That's it, yeah. And... And what that meant is that you kind of, you really had to, I guess, I guess you'd call it like a kind of a DIY or a vintage or artisanal <laughs> pornography, which was this idea that you would kind of, you would remember incidents from your days, like you'd maybe be in a, a, a school teacher or something like this yeah. and you'd remember it and then you'd go home. And, half a teacher. Yeah, half a teacher, Yeah. <laughs> And you'd you'd uh, you'd go home, and you know after you'd had your supper, and you'd yeah. go to bed, and then you would close your eyes, and you would you would you would recreate these things, and you would in, in, insert yourself yeah. in little incidents Absolutely. with these people. Yeah, um, and that's a far hotter fantasy life that you're ever going to get um, through trash porn. Exactly. You don't just you, you cannot recreate that. Yeah. Um, doesn't exist. Yeah. Someone worth looking into with regard to all this is, I don't know if you've read much of um, Betty Dodson. No, but uh, but uh, you've spoken to me about her before. Yeah. She's yeah. like the queen of, of, of masturbation. I think she turned 90 a week ago or so. Yeah. She's been doing this work since 1970. Masturbation for longevity. Absolutely. Better orgasms, better world. That's her vibe, which I agree with. Yeah. And better orgasms are ones where... We feel good about our sexuality and therefore ourselves. Because sex is self. And um, that generally means doing a lot of self-work, exploring our own innate desires and fantasy world. Um, and that's through self-love. Totally. Uh, that can be through group work. She does a lot of... Um, what's called body sex, I think is her program. And she gets women together around the States mostly and they sit in a circle and they, um, you know, look at each other's genitals and explore that and they, 
they empower themselves through this process. And uh, it's, it's a very pro-sexuality, pro-masturbation, um, reclaiming of individual power. That's sort of bordering onto another topic perhaps, but, but the important thing is that it's, she's a real pioneer in this, in this area and she's worth looking into if you want to clarify a few things about porn and, and what she has to say about it. Um, yeah. To the readers out, uh, to the readers, to the listeners out there, <laughs> <laughs> check it out. Check out Betty Dodson. She's got some good material. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I guess what, what, what we're kind of, I guess the, the, the takeaways from this camera, sort of the, the idea that yes, there's, there's good porn out there and, yeah. and we have to be much in the way we'd kind of look at our diet. Yeah. Uh, we have to kind of be careful about our, our mental intake. Exactly. And what we're ingesting through the, through our sexuality, through our, yeah. through our brains, through our mental world. And probably in the same way that, like, you know, if you can homegrown vegetables, maybe homegrown fantasies in your in your head. Big time. That's what we're looking at. That's the hot stuff. That's the hot That's stuff. That's the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I get, the other thing, too, I suppose, is, like, when we do have boys' clothes and we do have guys coming in, and it always seems to be one of the, one of the best decisions you can make for yourself is to quit pornography. Yep. And then to look at, at um, if you don't think you have an addiction with porn, or you don't think you've got like some compulsive issues with pornography, quit it. Mm. And then see how much space it was actually occupying exactly. in your life. As an experiment. Yeah. yeah. How, much, how much was it kind of, how much was this, were you using it as an aid, yeah. as a coping mechanism? Yeah. And was it preventing you from going out into the real world and actually meeting humans? Yeah. I dare say the answer would be yes. The most... Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And um try masturbating unplugged. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> TM that. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, man, that's that's right on, I think. Um So yeah, it's not that porn is bad. It's just that the way it has been portrayed and the way Yeah. the vast majority of it is um treated is is just in poor taste it's in poor taste you know and it certainly doesn't make you a better lover no far from it 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 disconnects you it doesn't connect you anything that connects you to your your inner self or with another person that's good stuff yeah yeah so we're all about that um so yeah while porn can play a a, you know a, a role in in your your Sexual smorgasbord. Um, keep it ethical. Yeah. yeah. Keep it free range. Yeah. Keep it to a minimum, maybe. Yeah. Um, or as much as you, as you feel you need. But just, re- just, just question where it's coming from. Um, and I think if we want to sort of advance this idea of men becoming more whole. Yeah. Um, uh, having uh, better relationships with themselves, with each other, with their partners. And feeling um, into that sort of space of vulnerability and, and mm. all that stuff that we talk about here, then um, yeah, doing the uh, the unplugged version is the way to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so much of that free pornography is just a race to the bottom, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. And we're going up. We're going up. 
<sighs> Is it time for a mantra? Bring it on. <laughs> Porn is not bad, but it's mostly all trash. If you want a smoking hot orgasm, give your imagination a lash. Beautiful. Thank you for listening. See you next time.